Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, powerhouse duet, I would say. Um, that was a blessing. How long has it been? I believe we all needed that message. Uh, there, I believe there's times in our Christian life where we have to be called again, you know, an invitation from God that we have to go back to where we used to be. Uh, I'm really proud of those two singers because um, they're powerhouse duets, and uh, Sister Naomi is a powerhouse soprano, and Sister Alice is a powerhouse alto, you know. Um, and the message was a blessing, and also the way they sang it was a blessing. I, I would say they're very talented because if you notice the transition they did, they can sing soprano, they can sing alto. <laughs> When in the second verse, they switch parts, and that is just amazing, right? So it's a blessing to have them in our church, amen, and be able to minister. And the real blessing is they have the joy and the heart to use their talent for God. Because we know there are lots of people who are talented, but they're not using it for God. You know, and that is just very sad. So this afternoon, I'm really so excited. I'm really happy this weekend. You know why? Long weekend. And I just learned that I don't have work tomorrow last Friday. Can you imagine that? Because I know it's Labor Day, but I didn't know that our company, you know, is observing this holiday as a work-off day. So I didn't know. So when I learned it last Friday, I was like jumping for joy <laughs> like inside our office. And I'm really happy to... Uh, work more tomorrow, <laughs> not for the company, but for our church, amen, I still have a lot of things to do, all right, um, also this afternoon, I'm glad, and if we're going to have a beautiful weather, I think it's just raining outside now, or no, because I think we, um, I did some survey, they want to do part two from last week's sports fellowship, and today, today, right after service today, I don't know if we're ready. I know that we're not <laughs> because we didn't bring extra clothes. But whatever comes right after this service, amen? If you want to stick around and have more fellowship, of course, we are all welcome because there's no work tomorrow, amen? <laughs> all right, so our topic for this afternoon is about fellowship. And before I start, I would just like to check my mic, Jason. I really want to sound as loud as I can. So if you can max out my microphone, just to make sure it's not annoyingly loud and not doing feedback. So if you can just please do that. Hello, mic test, one, two. Is that the highest? All right, because I want to be loud this afternoon because I don't want you all to be sleeping, amen? <laughs> and I want my voice to be heard all the way in the back, amen? amen. Because mostly those people are in, who are in the back are doing something else. All right? No, I'm just kidding. All right, I just want us all to focus on God's Word. Amen? Because I believe that we are all here. Um, that is the very reason why we are here. Amen? We get, you know, blessed and inspired by all those songs. We're blessed to see each other. But I believe that we are all here to worship God and worship around God's Word. So let's give some reverence and importance and emphasis on God's Word. Amen? So may I request everyone to please stand as we uh, read our passage for today in Acts chapter 2, verse 42 down to verse number 47. 
when it comes to fellowship, my, most of the preachers, pastors, even missionaries would, you know, take this verse and uh, the same thing what we're doing today. Acts chapter 2, verse 42 down to verse number 47. And we'll read that as a church all together. If we can do it um, responsively, I'm mean, not responsively, all together, accordingly. All right, uh, verse 20, 42, I would say, ready now, begin. And fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together, and all things common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our gracious God and Heavenly Father, thank you so much for saving us, Lord. Thank you so much for your great love, for your marvelous grace, for your wonderful grace, for your enduring mercy that we experience every day. And we thank, Lord God, for this um, body of believers that we have in this um, church in this local place Lord I believe that there is a purpose why you have put us in this church Lord and I believe that everything that's happening in our lives you are well aware of and that you orchestrated everything in the palms of your hands so Lord God I pray that we'll be able to fulfill what you have called us for and uh, to be able to love you with all our heart and also love our neighbors as ourselves. Forgive us, Lord God, from all the many sins that we have committed the entire week and even this very day we believe that we are still committing sin. Even when we are in church, inside your church, and even when we're worshiping you, I know that sometimes we still do things not pleasing to thy side. So please take those sins away, those iniquities away, because we just want to be really pure. We just want to really be right before you right now that we are studying your word. Forgive us, Lord, from all our sins, and may you be glorified. May the, may the power of the Holy Spirit be evident in our midst. Hide me behind that cross. In Christ's name, amen and amen. You may now be seated. You know, one of the things we have to thank God for is uh, the time that we are in right at this moment. What I'm talking about is, ta uh, you know, looking back two years ago, you know, we've been through this virus. I mean, it's not over yet, but if we're gonna just think about what happened two years ago, like with all the restrictions, with all the things that we cannot do, and one of those things that we cannot do is to what? To gather together, to fellowship, to go to house. You know, um, we usually do carolings on Christmas Day, but I cannot remember the last time we did carolings, actually. Should we do it this year? Right? Um, you know, we, we've been going to house to house to have fellowship, but since pandemic came, all of those just, you know, stopped and it just ceased. And praise God because our church did not stop, you know, from worshiping God, from fellowshipping, although we just did it virtually at some point. But the blessing is that right now, amen, although like I've said, it's not over yet, we're still in this pandemic, and there are still people who are getting sick. There are still people who are dying. 
Um, but praise God for our situation, that God's uh, continue protecting us and keeping us safe while we're doing all our services. But it's just a blessing that right now we can all be gathered in our church to praise God, to worship Him in person, in spirit, and in truth. That right now we can also go to your houses to have fellowship with one another. And that is just a tremendous blessing. Amen? And uh, just like what our preacher said that today, this first Sunday of the month, is the first Sunday of the month of September. And... You know what, in the Philippines, who is the most famous person when it comes to September? <laughs> it's not Santa Claus. It's Jose Marie Chan. Siang laman ng social media. You know, like all the memes. People are like uh, doing all the memes about him. I believe that so, some of our young people here, they're very familiar with the song. Whenever I see girls and boys, and the girls and boys I see. <laughs> I remember the child, and the child remember me. <laughs> Whenever I see people, I believe that Christmas and Christmas believes me. No, I'm just kidding. But that's the Christmas song, and it's been playing. Yes, it's true that when September comes, they've been playing Christmas songs, because last year I was there, September. And also, this month also, regarding our church activities, don't you know that we emphasize fellowship in our church during September? And uh, that really uh, encouraged me to preach about fellowships. Because fellowships is one of, fellowship is one of the, you know, blessings that God has given us. It is not actually an optional thing to do as a Christian. You know, God is expecting us to be with our fellow believers. You know, to fellowship with one another, to care for one another, to love one another. You know, to spend time together as a church. So I'm going to be sharing, you know, Pastor Sam said I'm a... Uh, short preacher, right? Oh, wait, I thought I only have three pages. Because I usually have the average every time I speak, I have four pages of sermon. But right now, I only have three. So, no, the other one is just song lyrics. <laughs> we're going to sing later, amen? With the help of our, some of our tweens. I'm gonna, we're going to have some singing later. Right, where did they go? I, okay. All right, so I hope that some will still volunteer later. All right, so a church who loves to fellowship. Is Bergen Bible Baptist Church a church who loves to fellowship? So when it comes to fellowship, what comes to your mind first? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yes, food. But is that, you know, what comprises fellowship? Nope. It is just, I would say... I was going to say a small part, but usually it's like a really large part of our fellowship. But it's not, you know, the, the, the whole thing about fellowship. It is just one part of it, okay? When we, when we do swallowship, when we eat and enjoy uh, the food that God has, you know, blessed us with, that is just one part of fellowship. But you know what? Fellowship has a lot more. 
You know, the reason why we have to do it. And I'm going to be sharing with you just three points, amen? amen. Three main points. And we're going to dive into the first one right away, amen? amen? The first one we see here, the emphasis on fellowship. The second is the essentials of fellowship. And the last is the expression of fellowship. Now, the emphasis on fellowship. There's a quote here from Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, they say. Satan always hates Christian fellowship. It is his policy to keep Christians apart. Anything which can divide saints from one another, he delights in it. He attaches far more importance to godly intercourse than we do. Since union is strength, he does his best to promote separation. And you know, when we hear the word separation, I'm also thinking about the word division, or I'm also thinking about the word sin. Why? Because in the beginning, there was a separation that happened between us and God, right? And that separation, the cause of that separation is sin. You know, the Lord, God cannot let Adam and Eve to live in that beautiful place anymore because of sin, because of disobedience. And the very fact that their relationship was separated. They used to just have fellowship. They just talk, you know. Imagine that God and man would just have fellowship in this earth. They would just talk to each other. Oh, how has been your day? You know, God and man doing that. But it was separated because of sin. And you know what? If we separate ourselves from the church, if we separate ourselves from our fellow believers, you know the cause of that? It is sin. It is sin. I don't know what kind of sin, but if we are separated from each other, that is not something that the Lord wants, but that is the devil that is really targeting to happen in the lives of the Christians. You know, being a Christian is not just about going to church and spending here one hour or two hours every Sunday, right? That is not all about Christianity, amen? There are a lot of things that we can attend to, that we can express, and we can really show that we are a Christian. And he went on to say that some Christians try to go to heaven alone, in solitude, but believers are not compared to bears or lions or other animals and animals that wander alone but we are compared to what kind of animal in the bible we are compared to as sheep you know but those who belong to Christ are like sheep in this respect that they love to get together you know sheep go in flocks and so do God's people Amen? If you are the kind of person, I know there's different kinds of people in this world. There are people who just want to be alone. Introvert people, you know, they always want to have me time. But I believe when you became a Christian, that is one thing that you need to overcome. Because being a Christian is always being involved with everybody. Because in heaven, guess what we're going to do? We're going to fellowship all throughout eternity. And if here on earth, you're... You, already don't like fellowshipping with one another, how is it going to be for you when you get to heaven? Right? There are people, oh, 
you know, if here on earth you're trying to avoid people, I don't think you can do that in heaven, right? So right now, we have to love one another. <laughs> Amen? You know, if there is something that we don't feel like, you know, I really don't like this person. I think we have to put that away. Amen? Because we are tend to love one another. You know, there was another quote from Corey Ten Boom. Do you know Corey Ten Boom? Yes. Who is she? <laughs> she. Survivor. <laughs> Holocaust survivor. Um, I forgot what, what she used to be. She has like, uh, I just forgot, I researched that. But um, when she became a Christian, she became a writer, a Christian writer. But she used to be a businesswoman, something like that. All right, so you know what she said? Let's just focus on what she said. <laughs> when a Christian shuns fellowship with other Christians, the devil smiles. When he stops studying the Bible, the devil laughs. When he stops praying, the devils shout for joy. See? So when a Christian shuns fellowship with other Christians, the devil smiles. He is happy. All right? If there's like fellowship scheduled on this day, oh, I don't want to go there. The devil is happy. He became like mission accomplished because he doesn't want us to be with one another. You know, the first church was a fellowshipping church. Notice the passage that we have just read. They continued steadfastly. Steadfastly means consistently, or they were very passionate about what they did. In the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. They love to hear God's word. They've been studying God's word, and they love it. Uh, they're very interested in God's word, preaching, uh, teaching, and studying God's word. And also, the, when they're having get-together, they love it, fellowship. And according to the scripture, fellowship is not an optional matter for believers. Amen? It's not an optional matter. Let's examine the word as well as the characteristic of the early church. You know what? If this weren't important, the Lord will not or God would not put it in here in our Bible, the word fellowship. But God's prototype of the local church involved an unprecedented level of interaction and intimacy. The benefits and blessings of fellowship are almost too numerous, you know, to list this afternoon. And I believe that the sign of a healthy church is a, is a church where the members enjoy being in each other's company. Amen. Now the question is, when you're in this church, when you're with the fellowship, when you're with your Bible study group, are you enduring it or are you enjoying it amen. <laughs> amen to that you know we have to enjoy the company of each other you know we should enjoy spending quality time together as brothers and sisters in the lord yes i know we've been in this church maybe like hundreds and hundreds of years ago but it's been a long time that we are in this church but we can still have a fresh you know, relationship with, with each other every time 
we go, we see each other. You know, this afternoon we'll see places where the Lord Jesus Christ as well as early church leaders were found is spending time with one another and fellowshipping with one another. Just two um, examples here. Let's first see our Lord Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 19, verse 5. Amen? Uh, Luke chapter 19, verse 5. This was the time where, uh, you know, Zacchaeus, right? The smallest person. Oh, no, it's not the shoe height. <laughs> no, I think they're smaller. <laughs> All right, uh, build that. Luke 19.5, the Bible says, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. See, the first thing that God did, um, the first thing that Christ did, to this newly saved person is to have fellowship with him. And you know what happened here? Like people are like having some rumors. Oh, how, are, how is he associating himself with this kind of sinner? Because you know the reputation of Zacchaeus before. People hate him so much because um, he took advantage of other people. But when he got saved, there was a, you know, a radical change in his life. And he even you know, doubled like the things that he took from other people. So there was really a genuine transformation in his life. And at that point of time in his life, fellowship actually is really important in his life. That's why Christ saw that. I'm going to spend time with you, and there's food. He's going to dine with him, right? There's always an invitation from God, from Jesus Christ. He loves to fellowship. Um, with the early church. In Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ was here for just a limited time. You know, he spent his time here for 33 and a half years. He grew up just like an ordinary person. And when he became, he reached his 30 years of age, he started his earthly ministry. And I believe that short period of time three and a half years he was really making the most of it because he knew that his time is you know is limited here but he spent most of his time really taking advantage of fellowshipping with his followers and teaching them about heavenly things jesus loved fellowshipping amen not just him, also we can see here Apostle Paul. You know, last week, I believe I just shared about uh, being the refreshment. Amen. And there was a story there where Apostle Paul was really so excited to be together again with the Christians. And this is just one of those instances in Acts chapter 14, verse 27. And when they were come and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. I believe this is what we do. You know, every time we meet up, every time we gather together, the word there, rehearsed, all that God had done with them. Right? Because when we have our Bible study, when we have our fellowship, there's a chance for us to share what happened all throughout the week. And you know what? Uh, we just had like a Saturday Bible, so we decided to make it a Saturday because we want to celebrate Sister Lela's um, birthday. And we did it at the park. And we really had a tremendous time. 
I was really blessed when we got to our, you know, sharing time, sharing all the blessings that God has given us. But the really thing that really encouraged me is, you know, the people of God sharing, um, sharing things, their effort in, you know, proclaiming the gospel to their co-workers, proclaiming the gospel to their families that they've been with. And it just really encouraged my heart, you know, as a pastor, that this is the Lord doing in the lives of these people. You know, and sharing all the blessings in even the, our prayer requests with one another. That is what we do every time we gather. We rehearsed all that God had done in our lives. Amen. That's why we cannot miss all those gatherings, especially, you know, the fellowships and Bible studies that we have. I believe the Bible studies we, we have is also a kind of fellowship that we can have with each other. If you're a Christian who just attends church and doesn't have fellowship, well, I encourage you, you're missing a lot in your Christianity. And if you're truly a Christian, you would long, you would long to be with one another. Amen. You would long to fellowship with one another. Also, Paul said, um, there's another verse here in Acts 20, verse 11. When he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till break of day. See that kind of fellowship? Even until the break of day, they just don't want to separate ways from each other. They love to be with one another. If Philippians 1, 3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you, all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Amen. If you're truly a Christian, you would enjoy the fellowship with one another. Enjoy the fellowship in the gospel. Amen. From the first day and up to this very moment, I don't know how long we've been a Christian. Amen. But even our Christian life here on earth is not for eternal. Amen. There's still a time that, you know, if Christ would come, especially, oh no, it's already in September. He would come any, any moment now. You know, or if it is coming, you know, every, everything we have here on earth is just temporal. And even the fellowship that we have, that's why we have to make the most of it. You know, there's no time for hatred. I mean, there is no time for bitterness, for anger with one another. Amen? Because God just wants us to love one another and care for one another. I have a question. Why is it that some people or some believers don't want to fellowship with other believers? I don't know if you were the kind of Christian where you, you were for first, you know, um, joined the church. You're really scared of spending time with other believers because you know that when you do fellowship, you're gonna, they're going to be asking you to say something. You know, and some people, they're not comfortable with that, you know, and that sometimes is becoming hindrance also for some others to join in for some fellowship. But I, I, like I said, that is one thing that you have to overcome because at one point or the other, you, you are going to say something and proclaim what God is doing in our lives. Amen. But what I'm saying here is we need to see the importance and the emphasis of fellowshipping with one another. 
Don't be scared. Amen. Don't be shy. Maybe some of you here before you were like that, but when you started just attending one fellowship and you found it, oh, it's not that bad. And now you're enjoying the fellowship of one another. Amen? The emphasis now we see here, the essentials of fellowship. What do you mean by fellowship? It can be another word like association, community, communion, or joint participation. But does anyone here know the Greek word for the word fellowship? Starts with letter K. Koinonia. Okay, just remember the coin. Uh, all right, what do you mean by koinonia? A, a preacher said a fellowship means two fellows in, in one ship, right? But the word, the very word koinonia, the Greek word, it means a partner, associate, or a companion, or a sharer. Fellowship means to share in common. Christian fellowship is more than attending church. It is assimilating into the body of believers, becoming one in worshiping, loving, caring, and sharing. All that believed were together. This is the key fact. Their common bond was their belief system. The predominant element was the fact that they were all Believers. So now what is the essential? Their doctrine was the binding element. The doctrine, you know, the beliefs, the principles of the word of God. There was a quote from Vernon McGee. He said, there is a brotherhood within the body of believers and the Lord Jesus Christ is the common denominator. Friendship and fellowship are the legal tender among believers. So I believe the very reason why we can really have fellowship with one another, that one thing in common that we have is that we have all Christ in our hearts. Amen? Their faith in Jesus Christ is what brought them together. Amen? And as a church, that should be happening to us also. And that, I believe that is what happened to us. It is the Lord Jesus Christ that brought us together. And let me tell you that it is, it should be the Lord Jesus Christ that should hold us together. Amen? Biblical fellowship is based on a common faith, a common bond, a common belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if you have Christ in your heart, you can have fellowship with one another. 1 John 1, 3, the Bible says, That which we have seen and heard declare unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. 1 John 1, 7, But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. The Old Testament prophet Amos asked this question, Can two walk together? except they be agreed. And praise God that we have something in common, we have something that we agree upon, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts. You know the difference? There are some gatherings that we go to, uh, like with, you know, within the world. You know, when there are reunions in the family, there are times that they are not all Christians, but sometimes we have to participate because we're part of the family. There are some gatherings with our place of work, and we know that 
not a lot of them are, maybe some of them are Christians, but most of them are not. You know, and sometimes when there are gatherings in the world, it's not like, I'm not saying this for all, but, you know, sometimes you part ways and it seems like there's no harmony. And it seems like there's a fight sometimes even. You know, have you experienced like if someone invited you to have a reunion, especially like at school, high school reunion, people would just attend that because they want to show something off, maybe accomplishments in their life, right? Or they want to show off their gadgets or they want to show off their car, you know, sort of like that. But for us as believers, every time we gather, I hope there's no kind of idea like that. Amen? We don't show off with one another what we have, yes? But when we share blessings, this is the thing. When we share blessings and when we share prayer requests, when we share blessings, what we do, our attitude should be, we rejoice with them. We rejoice for them. When they received a blessing, when they received some accomplishment, and we love to hear blessings from other people. Amen? And we rejoice too for what God has done in their lives. And when there are prayer requests, you know, it's not we are thinking, oh, parang buti nangyari sa'yo yan. No. Because what kind of spirit is that? But when we hear those prayer requests as a Christian and, you know, as believers, you know, we hear them, we feel them. And we really want to do something and pray for them. And praise God because we have Christ in our hearts, and that is what keeps us going, you know, in this life. You know, there is a song, and this is the part where we are all going to sing, a kid's song, an action song. I don't know if you, you know this, the fellowship song, Where's My Lyrics? And I would like to ask some volunteers from, I was uh, thinking about the tweens. We practiced earlier, but they, they're taking care of kids. All right, so... From the Alexis Rain. Oh, yeah, you're here. All right, so I need maybe at least four people. Shall we all rise and let's sing this action song? Fellowship. Do you know it's I, it's I, it's I who build the fellowship. It's I, it's I. So we're going to do three verses. It's I, it's you, and it's Christ. All right, just three verses. So where are my, my angels? I need four angels. Two good ones and two bad ones. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, yeah, they know because they're the one who taught me earlier because I, I forgot the action. All right, so um, it's I, it's I, it's I who, is it like that? Build a fellowship. Fellowship. And then roll over the ocean. Roll over the ocean. Roll over the sea. Then come and build. Come, come and do your part, build the fellowship. All right, so let's do it. First verse, it's I. Ready now? Begin. It's I, it's I, it's I who build the fellowship. It's I, it's I, it's I who build the fellowship. It's I, it's I, it's I who build the fellowship. It's I who build the fellowship. La, la, la. Roll over the ocean, roll over the sea. Come and build the, build the fellowship. 
Roll over the ocean, roll over the sea. Come and build the garden and build the fella. It's you, it's you, it's you, it's you who build the fellowship. It's you, it's you, it's you who build the fellowship. It's you, it's you, it's you who build the fellowship. It's you who build the fellowship. La la la. Roll over the ocean, roll over the sea. Come and do the part to build a fellowship. Roll over the ocean, roll over the sea. Come and do your part to build a fellowship. Now it's Christ. It's Christ. It's Christ. It's Christ to build a fellowship. It's Christ. It's Christ to build a fellowship. It's Christ. It's Christ. It's Christ to build a fellowship. It's Christ to build a fellowship. La la la. Roll over the ocean. Roll over the sea. Come and build a home and build a fellowship. Roll over the ocean. Roll over the sea. Come and do your part to build a fellowship. All right. Give give each one a big hand. Thank you so much, Rain Alexis. Sarah and Kate, and for everyone, that was a good participation. Now you're awake? Amen. amen. <laughs> it is Christ, amen, who built the fellowship. And also, you and I are important. Imagine if it's only me. Can I fellowship with myself? It's hard. If it's only you without me, that's hard also. We all need each other. Amen. And our last point. Amen? Amen. The first. <laughs> I don't know what Brother John is so excited for. <laughs> now they're awake. All right. The emphasis, the essentials, and the expression of fellowship. And we're going to have another activity for this one. All right. For our closing. Biblical fellowship speaks volume both to the church as well as the world. You know, people look at us. You know, when we're together. John 13, 34, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have loved one another. Isn't that verse very powerful? You know, just by how we love each other could be a testimony, could be an avenue for people to know Christ, to know God. By this, all men know that ye are my disciples, that if ye love one another. There was a quote, another one from Andrew Murray. Our love to God is measured by our everyday fellowship with others and the love it displays. Amen. And this month, you know, um, especially those who always express their labor of love by bringing food, you know, to our church. Don't you enjoy our lunch fellowship every Sunday here in this church? Not all the churches can do that. You know, after their church, they just, you know, storm their way out to the door. <laughs> And I don't know, 
But for us, we stay and we spend time together. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. You know, if you're a Christian and you're, you have a Christian home, and uh, you've been entertaining people to your house, and you're using your house to be a place of gathering for God's people. May God bless your heart, continue to bless your heart. Reasons why we should make sure to enjoy fellowship with other Christians. Real quick, three things. Because fellowship with other Christians makes us stronger. Amen? Fellowship with other Christians makes us stronger. They're not giving you some, you know, medicine or, you know, that would make you strong, but just being with one another. You know, knowing that Christ is our strength in Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And then you add the fellowship with one another in Matthew 18.19-20. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. In Tagalog, when we gather, tayo ay nagpapalakasan. Hindi nagpapalakasan ng boses or nagpapalakasan ng kung ano man. But we strengthen each other when we meet, you know, together. Fellowship with other Christian number two brings support and reminds us we are not alone. Amen? Sometimes even though there are lots of people, you know, with you, but there are times that we feel all alone still. First Corinthians 12, 20, 21, but now are they many members, yet one body, yet but one body, and the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the end of the, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. We all need each other. Amen? And the last one, fellowship with other Christians helps us grow. 1 Corinthians 14, 26, how is it then, brethren, when ye come together, even one of you hath a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, hath a revelation, hath an interpretation, let all things be done unto edifying. Isn't that the word for making equipped or helping us grow together? You know, we hear warnings all the time about the company we keep, you know, even the parents, they're very careful of this. They want to know, like, who, uh, you know, their children are hanging out with. Because, um, you know, sometimes it has a great influence in us, the people we are surrounded with, meaning the people who surround us. You know, the Greek philosopher Epictetus famously said, the key is to keep company only with people who uplift you, whose presence calls forth your best. American President Woodrow Wilson put it this way, your enlightenment depends on the company you keep. You know, our, our um, ca family camp theme is better together, but can I just say that we can be stronger together. Amen? Stronger together. That's why we have to keep our fellowship with one another. It makes us stronger it gives us support, and it helps us to grow. 
Now, I would like to grab one of those wired mics, Jason. And I would like to ask a volunteer here in the front. Last week, Pastor Jether made some cool stuff, right? <laughs> Do you remember what he did last week? The drawing circles. All right, so now I want to ask just one person. Um, I'm looking for a person who looks like Thor. <laughs> All right, Brother John. We need you here. <laughs> Thorn apart. <laughs> All right, can you please come over here in the front and uh, we're just going to illustrate something here. All right, I want you to stand here right in front of the people. And I want you to do this. Maybe someone already illustrated this. Uh, the very center, yeah, right there. So, okay, open your palm and... I'm going to be, I know we have some thick hymnals, right? So can please someone give me one? For now, just one. <laughs> All right, so. Okay. Uh, don't lower it down, just keep it up. All right, so how do you feel? All right, you can still do it, right? Okay, but we have a goal here. All right, we're going to add more. Until, okay, is it still bearable? Can you still do it? Yes? Wow, he truly is a Thor. All right, can we add more? Okay, wow, all right. I can see the arms are now having goosebumps. <laughs> All right, let's add more. Okay. <laughs> I know. Dapat pala si ano na lang inasko si Brother Rene. <laughs> okay, let's add more. Let's keep going. Oh, wow. I think I'm failing. <laughs> Okay, no, we have to wait, okay? Yeah, straight. Oh, no, not the Bible, because what's going to happen is it's going to fall off. That's our goal. And eventually, that's going to happen. You know, right now, he can still carry it, because how long has he been doing it? Not for long, right? So I don't know, like, maybe a minute, two already. But, yeah, you have to keep your arms, keep your arms straight. Okay. Okay, can you still do it? Oh, okay, now we're seeing it. Okay. Okay. So let's count how many hymnals. Two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven. Let's add one more. For, so 12 disciples. All right, see, it's not straight anymore. So I think... Um, Technically, he's cheating, and he. <laughs> All right, it's heavy, right? And do you think you can do it for more, like, uh, for two hours more? No. 
Okay, so Brother John, thank you. Ah, pinagpawisan na siya. Alright, thank you so much. Wow, 12. So we have a tour. Um, I need another volunteer. Maybe a Loki. <laughs> I need another volunteer. Because we're not... This is actually what you call a strong test. So we're trying to test how strong you are. Christian? All right, Christian, come over. No? All right, volunteer, one more. Okay, so let's see. So that's the rule. You have to make your arms straight, open palms. Okay, let's see. We're going to start with one. All right, maybe we can just add. Oh, okay. All right, two by twos. This is five now. Oh. Oh, okay. Can you still do it, Brother Alex? <laughs> Just let us know if... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's shaking now. Oh, okay, so it's hard. Two, four, six, eight. Okay, not that bad. Okay, thank you, thank you. All right, so see, it's hard if you're doing it by yourself. You know, even though, um, you know, at the, at the start, it's like bearable. But if it takes a while that you're doing it, it's becoming really hard. And what is the implication here? You know, I believe that it may feel easy at first, but over time, it can feel heavy. You know, the world we live in and even... Um, we have our own hearts, you know, it's like a constant force making it hard, you know, sometimes to follow God's will or God's plan in our lives. But you know what? God gave us a wonderful gift. It is a group of believers who are all working together to learn how to love God and love other people. And it is called the church. Amen. Amen. And it is called the church that loves to fellowship with one another. So what if we ask those two people to come again here in the front and do it together? <laughs> Better together and stronger together. Can we see if they can do more than 12 hymn books? Brother John, you're not done yet. Where are you? <laughs> Brother John and Brother Alex. You really have to make it appear that you can do it. <laughs> no, I think it's the same thing, but you can. 
arms, straight arms. Okay, can someone assist our, add maybe just 13, 13 hymnals. Pwede pa siguro umupo na Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's like nothing to them. How many, how many is that? Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen hymns already. See? Doing together make, makes hard task easier. See, that's why it's so important that as a church, we work together Amen. That as a church, we fellowship with one another because we want everyone to be strong. Amen. Because all of us, we face trials and problems in life. But when we're together, we can accomplish a lot of things. Amen. Shall we close in prayer? Our gracious God and Heavenly Father, thank you so much for teaching us and also letting us appreciate once again this um, gathering and group of people that we are in. Thank you, Lord God, for putting us in a local church that we can really show our love and care to each one because just like how you say it, how can we say that we love you if we don't love the people that we see, our brothers and sisters? Lord, I know that we have our own needs in this life, but I believe that every time we come together as a church, we don't see what we need, but we first have to see what you want us to do in our lives and what other people need. And once we get to help them first, I believe that you will also bless our life. Lord, help us to always long to be with one another, to restore the joy of our fellowship with one another, and to restore our fellowship with you, of course. And Lord, help us to Continue our love with one another because that is what you called us for. Thank you so much for your word, for the example of the early church that they really were eager and steadfast in your teachings and also in their fellowship. May you be glorified. This is all we pray in Christ's name. Amen and amen.